Hey everyone! Hello! This is Witchy Bites! Yay! Yay. Episode 6! Oh god. Can you believe it? That no. means we've been doing this for six months. We're so great. <laughs> <laughs> we have stuck to something for six months. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Given mm. that, like, we didn't really have that much of a... Plan. A plan. Or, like, we knew our concept and that's kind of as far as we've yeah. gotten, so... We do need to plan more, though. We do. You should do that before you go home today. Yes. Yes, <laughs> we'll try and do this after... Do that after this yeah. recording. Yeah, that seems like the right way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I'm Liz. And I'm Henny. And um, I think today we're talking to you about what being a witch means to us. Yeah. Um, so, we thought that... Well, I suggested and Liz was like, yeah. So I thought that since, you know, we've we've talked to a couple of people now and had more in-depth discussions with them about their concepts of witchcraft and what they do and how they do. So we talked a little bit about it at the beginning in our first episode, just a little bit, like a little intro-y bit. Yeah, but very basic. We actually haven't really discussed it. Yeah, so I thought, <laughs> well, you know, we're going to be talking to other people about this and we haven't said much about what we think about these kinds of concepts like what we believe and what we just what we think so I thought well let's let's do that I thought it was a great idea so that's what we're doing yay I mean we probably could have done this earlier but you know like episode one (laughs) One. (laughs) yeah we I mean we sort of did but it was just it was so brief it was such a short intro-y are we even going to do this kind of episode? So, um, I guess first we'll start with our disclaimer. Yes, um, I can start. You start. We are not doctors. We're not psychologists. The only degree we hold is librarianship. So please do take this into consideration while listening to our podcast. We do not take responsibility for any of the choices you make after listening to this podcast. This is purely for entertainment purposes only. And on a side note... We may be Tasmanian, but we do not have two heads. We do not. No. 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 Um, I don't know if that joke's getting old. Do we need to take it off? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I think we'll just keep it in forever and everyone will be like, what the hell is this joke? Unless you're... No, it probably stands for everywhere in the world. <laughs> I do have something to say, which I was pl- thinking about this morning. Mm. In episode uh, two or three, I made a, com- made a comment about South Australia and I said... I can't remember what I said exactly, but I just, I remember saying if I've offended any South Australians, I do apologise. Not realising that Liz's hubbo is <laughs> originally from South Australia and I got a text message while I was at a work conference saying, you owe me an apology. And, I was, and it took me a very long time to understand what he meant, but he meant the podcast. And I have not actually yet apologised, so I'm making it official. Luke, I'm sorry. We'll see if he listens to any more episodes. <laughs> That was in episode three. Episode and three. It, and it was the, the Australian folk, folk magic. One. And you yeah. mentioned about the settlement of South Australia being later than the other states. I actually don't think you're wrong, so you might not have anything to apologise for. I think for. I may have suggested a date, and I do think like, that was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> so I think the apology stands, and I'm just, yeah. This will be interesting to see if he listens more than anything else. But there you go, Luke. I've apologised, and it's now officially out in the world. And we'll know in, I don't know. Three months' time <laughs> if you listen to this episode. Yep. And we'll know whether you really love me. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I also thought Luke might want to be famous, as famous as we can make him. <laughs> I was also going to call him Mr. Liz. Mr. Oh, gosh. I didn't think he'd like that. So I'm sorry, Mr. Liz. Oh, 
he doesn't have those kind of <laughs> gender biases. I think he'd be all right, actually. I think he could cope with that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, so You wrote it down. I did. So the questions that you asked were, what does being a witch mean to us? What do we think being a witch is? How or when we knew we were witches? And what do we do that makes us witches? Mm. And so I... <laughs> did what everyone does which is go and have a look in the dictionary to see a definition <laughs> of which well it's a good place to start so according to the miriam 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 i don't know a dictionary that's important the one that <laughs> is spelled m-e-r-r-i-a-m yeah <laughs> webster uh a witch is one that is credited with usually malignant supernatural powers i don't feel malignant that's Malignant? Did I say that right? Oh my god! Did that? that I think that did not resonate with me. Okay, it made me sound like a tumor. Okay, well, <laughs> let me let me keep going with their definitions and see if any of them resonate. Okay, with okay, you. cool, cool, cool. An ugly old woman. Uh, I'd hope not. <laughs> I think that's in the eye of the beholder. Yes, next one. So we've dot and do two two yeah, thumbs down. Okay, a charming or alluring girl slash woman. I'd like to think that I'm charming and alluring. I don't know if that's true either. So, <laughs> well, I think you are. Thumbs down and sort of like 50-50. What, what else? And the last one is adherent of Wicca, which okay. is interesting. That is interesting. Okay, I have a couple of things to say on that. We, I don't know if you agree. I'm saying as if you agree. Mm. You might not. So I know for some... In some books that I've read, especially written in the US, nothing against you guys, but it says things like Wicker and witchcraft are the same thing. I don't agree with that. I see witchcraft as something separate. Yes. Yeah, Wicker is a type of witchcraft, in my mind. That's a personal opinion. So I again, that last definition doesn't fit for me either personally. I actually hmm. agree. I think all all four are potentially uh, troubling uh, yes uh i'd like to be charming and alluring though really cool. <laughs> but, but that's not the basis of my belief system you can be a a witch even if you are uncharming unappeasing unappeasing unappealing unappealing i don't know what yeah that's yeah. probably it man yeah true true slash boy yeah slash non-gender specific yeah male identifying person or non-gender identifying person <laughs> somewhere on the spectrum anywhere on the spectrum really <laughs> um and uh, yeah so like yeah that one is problematic like that's probably the, the closest i would like obviously there are, are people who practice wicca who do consider themselves witches which is absolutely fine well to me they are but wicker and witchcraft are not the same thing. No, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm always wonder if that I don't I'd be curious to know whether that is something that has changed over time. Like maybe it used to be interchangeable and then that changed. Like I remember mm. getting on those chat forums as a mm. little teen tweeny witch. Oh, this was post tween. I was definitely a teen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think they were like Yahoo chat forums or yep. something like that. Mm-hmm. And this, I remember this girl having a go at me because I had used the terms interchangeably. Okay. Um, and she, her response to me was saying, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And I was like, 
okay like not no you know I think of it this way it was you're wrong yeah <laughs> and I've never forgotten that yeah. and that is not what I'm saying <laughs> as I think either of us are saying no in our opinion they're yeah. different things yeah but I think other people could see it differently and that is perfectly fine yeah so that is, that is the basis of my beliefs, really. You are allowed to make of this what you want as long as you don't put it on other people, really. So what do you consider to be the term witch? Um, I suppose for me, as in being a witch or... Well, what, what, yeah, what, what is a witch to you? A witch is a person who has a connection to nature mm-hmm. in whatever way that might be they feel nature is important to them personally i suppose you know they have a close personal relationship with either a deity or just the concept of nature mm-hmm. or gaia or whatever you know, that whatever that be. is the for universe them. um not so much the universe but the, the the earth as sacred okay yeah and yes they also have quite a close like it's all about having a personal connection for me i suppose like you've experienced you've had personal experiences with deity or or your concept of deity or spirit nature the universe mm-hmm. but you've had or want to have because sometimes it takes a while but you've had that sort of i want to say supernatural but that's not quite what i mean you've had that personal connection so you've you've done a ritual or a meditation or you've just come to the realisation that these things are important and bigger than you mm-hmm. and you want to work with those energies. Mm-hmm. So I suppose for me that's the fundamental, like a witch understands that there's bigger powers than themselves that don't have to be mediated by any kind of other person, a guru or, dare I say it, a priest. They can have that connection. Yep. I suppose fundamentally that's what a witch to me is. And you can work with those energies or that concept or however you want to put it. It's really broad for me. Same. And, like, for a really long mm. time I didn't consider myself a witch. I would just me refer too. to myself as pagan. Yeah, me too. I didn't had, – I had thorny feelings around the word me for too. quite some time. And it wasn't just the, you know, societal view mm. of witchcraft because certainly when I was, like, you know – 10 years down my path I mm. still didn't call myself yeah, a witch me neither and yeah. I would say it's only really been in the last maybe four years that I've felt yeah I was gonna say four it. or five yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a number I just ripped out of the air but it, it really hasn't been got into long. your 30s and was suddenly like oh I feel more comfortable with <laughs> I this. embrace my power in my 30s yeah so I actually wrote down she, um she was a good girl <laughs> no I'm just an okay um so i just sort of had so what it means to me personally um it means worshiping and respecting nature and understanding its significance in our lives it recognizes its living status being a witch is a different meaning on top of that so i think Mm. i kind of see that as the pagan aspect of it yeah being which is a different meaning on top of that it means to interact with the energies of the natural world however you view the natural world mm. or universal power or and to use that interaction as a form of testing your space within the natural world um and that could be just whatever you look at it as um and i wrote it's not supernatural which is interesting that you said the same mm. thing i think we're in pretty much the same wavelength yeah i said it's extra natural <laughs> 
makes sense because to me it's like it's it's there like the the nature is just there it's not special or like what we interact with as witches when we do spells rituals etc isn't superpowers or like or divorced from nature it just is there and if you recognize it and to a degree it recognizes you but it would Mm -hmm. if you recognize that power it will recognize you anyway there's nothing special or again supernatural about that you can in my mind you can be a witch like you can declare yourself a witch. you recognize the power you know that you can do something with it yeah um i agree yeah. I'm I'm fully mm. with you on this. I did go on to say um, it may be you manipulate the energies to bring about change, mm. be it through activism, energy sensing, whatever that might be. And that's where I left it. But, yeah. It's really interesting. It is really interesting because what you said is a better articulation of what I meant. So thank you. No, I think it was just the same thing in yeah. different words. <laughs> that doesn't mean mm. it was better. Um. <laughs> you didn't have to think of yours off the top of your head. Even though I've been thinking about this since we decided on this topic. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> and I, I think, like, my my definition, like, I have read other people's definitions, mm. and I think mostly they come back to this. I, don't, I think so too. It might be said a little differently or, yeah. yeah. There might be a few facets, like, extra things that they think are important for what for their type of witchcraft maybe, mm. but I also really believe that, you you have to declare yourself a witch. Um, you can be declared a witch by someone else, but I don't think that's as legitimate. So, yeah, you can join a coven and that's fine, but I think it's really how you feel about it because you can join a coven and do all of their lessons, degrees, whatever, and if you're still not quite there personally, it won't mean as much to you. I think that's true. And But I also think if someone else calls themselves a witch... And unless they're doing something really horrible to other people or animals, you don't really have the right to tell them that they're not. I agree. As well. It's a real, for me, it's really personal. It's a real personal interaction with your, I'm gesturing and not getting anywhere, nature slash universe, spirit, etc. Yeah, no, Mm. I, I totally agree. And I think there is... A problem in our community where we have a lot of people who dictate to other people how their practice should look. Mm. Uh, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, um, yes. And and our, our practice is our faith, even like yeah. how how we feel and interact with our world. That's ours alone. It's your world, really. Yeah, it's your world view. Yeah, it's how you view the world. Yeah. So no one can tell and. You know what? If someone tells you you're wrong, fucking ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get to tell you you're wrong. I mean, if I heard someone was a witch and they were making blood sacrifice of animals, I'd probably be very unhappy with that. I wouldn't go near them. And <laughs> I would keep away from them. Or if they were hurting other people in the name of being a witch. But I'd keep away from anyone who used that excuse. Yeah. You know, I'm of any faith, any religion, and I so therefore I can hurt this other person. That's the only time I'd have a problem with someone calling themselves a witch. But with someone calling themselves any anything. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's a different issue. But, yes. It's a, it is a different issue. And yeah. you start running into things like um, cultural 
I can't think of the word cultural things. <laughs> cultural appropriation. That Not appropriation, but like you oh, know, cultural. some people have those cultures. Yeah, different different, different cultures, <laughs> just different oh, cultures, God. different cultural norms. Okay, can you tell I've just got off a plane today? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm so tired. You're doing so well. Yeah, we, we might break at some point <laughs> to get more coffee. I think that might be needed. So, but I think that's also the thing. Like normally, people who come to witchcraft, paganism, etc. <laughs> come to it with like they're open-minded anyway yeah i think so too they're not going to i'd hope come from one dogmatic faith slash religion to another one yeah they wouldn't just make this if if they wanted to i guess that's okay but most of us a lot of us have left a religion or faith that was like that to come to this and what's attracted us to this is its freedom yeah of belief i suppose so it'd be weird to come to people do it though it'd be to me it's really weird to come into this and go this is my version of witchcraft or this is my tradition everyone else has to do this or they're wrong yeah that's not the point that sort of defeats the purpose for me personally and it's it's like so many things like a lot of it is opinion Mm. and everyone's opinions you know, like it's great if you meet someone that has something, someone has a similar opinion to you. Yeah. But it can be really exciting to meet someone that has a completely different opinion to you about the way you look at things. Yeah. As long as people are respectful and... Yeah. Even even with those few things that I said I believe witchcraft is, yeah. if someone came to me and said, I don't believe nature has like a spiritual element to it, but I'm a witch, I'd be like, oh, okay. Cool. That's yeah. fine. That's my witchcraft. Is, that my witchcraft is different from yours, but tell me about yours because yeah. that sounds really interesting. How how do you work that? Yeah, because it's just different. It's not wrong. No, wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> it's just different. It's You're just wrong. different from mine. Yeah. And me not knowing anything about their practice, it might feel uncomfortable for me at first. But then they tell me about it, and I might go, "Oh wow, that's really interesting. I'd like to work with those energies." Yeah, and I'd like to think that that is part of our community yeah that sharing that you can adopt this thing or that thing as long as it's not a cultural appropriation thing as we were saying before but you can adopt different parts of openly accessible parts of people's faith slash religion the thing is this changes so much as you go along like where i was 20 years ago where i was last year yeah even like yeah, five yeah. years ago. Yeah, like, it's so different. I didn't even call myself a wish, wish, the witch, wish. I didn't call myself You're a, a wish. wish. You're a wish, Liz. <laughs> I wish. I wish for Liz. Oh my god, this is going to be a long <laughs> podcast. Is it a great episode? We really need more coffee. Though. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should pause and get more coffee. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Oh yeah, are we back? Yes, we are. Yay! All right. I see things happening. Look at the bar. It's going. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, that would have sucked. <laughs> I kind of was thinking about how I think it was Pam Grossman in her book wrote about when you look at the history of witches, mm-hmm. there are always women that were seen to be. I wish I could remember her exact words. But people like outside of society or on the fringes of society or, Mm -hmm. you know, potential. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No. (laughs) Sorry. 
as seen as being threatening because you know they were they're good powerful. at powerful. They're powerful, and uh-huh. there was almost like a power within themselves based on not necessarily fitting in. I think was kind of what she was saying. So there were these powerful women who, not quite, maybe re- rebelled. In rebels, she said rebels. rebels. Hey, that wasn't what I meant. That's fine. <laughs> she used the word rebels. They were. They didn't always like. Some people were just accused because they were. They wanted their land, or yeah, they were vulnerable. Sort yeah. of the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I think it was in the chapter where she was talking about Donald Trump using the word witch hunt, or and how mm. that's completely different to say these vulnerable women in society when these are people of power. Yeah. So. It really doesn't fit. Like it's actually misusing the word yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. Um, but like that concept of potentially being, I don't know, rebellious. I kind of liked that. Mm. I don't think it necessarily fits a definition of witchcraft for me. Yeah. But I like the concept of being a witch allows you to, be different, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to make up your own rules on things, obviously within reason. Reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't start going. I'm going to make a serial up a rule killer. where I don't need to follow the road rules and just drive my car everywhere. Yeah, that would be stupid. Yeah, I like. I actually do quite like, as you said. I like. I I also like that concept of witches as like rebellious figures in history, and I do kind of. Maybe I'm still a teenager because I do kind of relate to that still. Like I still, in some ways, I feel I'm quite different from some people, most people anyway. So that does make the concept of witchcraft more attractive like when I was a teenager. Mm. But as I've gotten older, I like having a unique side to my personality or my who I am, I suppose. So would you say, though, that you have never fitted with society norms oh yeah god yeah yeah me either i've always been and in lots of different ways like the weird kid or yeah the weird kid the, the socially awkward kid yeah <laughs> and not just like for ages i tried to fit in and tried to do things that other people did and like things that other people liked, and i just didn't mm. and it took me basically until i accepted that i was a witch so 30-ish to feel that that was okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. have to try so hard anymore. And, yeah, that did coincide. Suddenly I was like, well, I don't have to try to fit in so much because it's actually making me unhappy. I don't have to do all this stuff that I don't want to. Oh, and also I can be a witch now. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting how those things coincide. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I do relate a lot to that. Yeah. To the to the concept of, of witches as rebellious creatures yeah but not necessarily if you it's not the only definition if you are not rebellious and you still consider yourself a witch you are absolutely a witch oh yeah yeah please see our first point (laughs) you make yourself a witch and generally no one else can tell you you're not a witch but i didn't i did like the freedom that that statement offers I really did yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that also really attracted me yeah. when I was a teenager and has kept me here, I suppose. The freedom, the choice. If I didn't like something about some certain aspect of witchcraft that I read in a book, I didn't have to adopt it. 
And I find that really odd that sometimes I see that people don't understand that. Um, and I don't know if that's an age. Well, no, I was always like that. Mm. Like um, I always had a much closer affinity with um, the masculine, Mm-mm-mm. I guess, in some ways. I don't want to say masculine because I hate that term. But like, I don't see it as dictonomous. But anyway, no, me moving either. on. But you know, like, <laughs> but like when we were reading a lot of material, it was very polar. Like oh, it was yeah. god, it was goddess, it was masculine, it was feminine. I mean, we were eighties we kids, so. In society, that was how things were still. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what was I going to? What was I saying? So, like, you know, so like a lot of people, like a lot of the books were goddess centric. Yeah. But I just wrote my own stuff, and I did what I wanted to do. If I wanted to go do like, you know, like I feel very much a solar child and yeah. a sun child. So, like, you know, when I was still looking at that real wicker. Yep. Start. I really got into the god i was like yeah you know so when i was a little child i used to pretend that i was a boy so i think i agree (laughs) and have always i always identified more with male characters yes it was the 80s and yes the male characters in cartoons and things were usually much more active they did things more so naturally you'd think both boys and girls would relate to that more and there wasn't the thing of, well, that's just, that's a boy. But, you know, as I got older and stuff and got into this, older and stuff, I got older and got into witchcraft, I still related more to to the masculine, I guess. It just, uh, I didn't relate to the gender of a god or goddess, really. I Initially, I actually really, because I was a teenager, I really mm. did think it was that, that way like I really did think that it was just like male female god goddess like and especially coming from a Christian background the whole Mm. idea of deity in that way was it wasn't until later that I realized it was energy based rather than yeah yeah, you know someone in the sky you know sitting on clouds clouds, (laughs) dictating our futures yeah Uh, I mean yeah for me as well I'd agree with that like it took a while to get away dogmatized personalization maybe like this god or goddess has to be this person that actually that was going to be one of my questions i was going to say how do you view deity how Mm. do you feel not in particular but okay i'll say what i was thinking Mm. in answer to the question and then maybe you can put in my coherent two cents (laughs) well because with that like for as we were saying for for, like and I agree when I was younger and when I first started being a baby witch I saw it as the god and goddess with capitals the god the goddess were things out there they were creatures possibly that's how I related to them and yes as I went further on I went into the archetype thing and it was just their aspects of the same thing or, you know, like Aphrodite is an aspect of the goddess who's actually just half of the ultimate spirit. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But then I got more into, as you said, energies. Like it's Mm -hmm. just a, it's a personification of an energy. Of an attribute almost more than anything else. That you use to relate to something that's infinitely massive. Yeah. But also I do think, because that was my first part of the answer to this question of, you know, what I think deity is. But I also then, as I thought about it more, 
I do believe that there are like it's it's just whatever those creatures are as in deity or even just nature spirits things like that fairies whatever you want to call them they are creatures somewhere else but because they're on a different plane different type of energy mm-hmm. we don't understand them and a lot of people it seems like they need to have a firm grasp of what these things are they need to know this is this and that is that and they need to know exactly whereas i'm quite happy with ambiguity mm-hmm. so sometimes i can imagine the gods and goddesses as creatures elsewhere somewhere mm-hmm. and other times i'm like mm, they're just energies that we work with mm. and both of those can be true for me at different times and that is okay mm. so i guess i don't really have an answer to my own question <laughs> And the thing is, it could change. Like, look at yeah, how much yeah. we've changed since the start to, to now. And then, God, we, you know, yeah, hopefully yeah. we live another yes, 40, we will. 50 years. Cheers to that. Um, I told someone I was going to live to 126. <laughs> uh, as long as I'm fit and healthy and can still take care of myself, I'll live that long. Yeah. Well, they made a typo in the publication date of 2,109. Oh. And I was like, yes, I'll be able to buy that for you when it's published. <laughs> ah. um, anyway. Work so, talk. Librarian talk. <laughs> um, thankfully, he saw the humor in it. Oh, he good. Said, he said, by the time my partner finishes the chapter, it will probably be that year. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, burn. 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 Anyway. Um, so, yeah, so I, I can't say for sure, and I will, mm. and until my experience says otherwise, like at the moment, I yep. feel like it's energies. Mm. But then, like you know, at Lunasa, I had an experience where I did do something to a specific deity, and I got the energy back. So, yeah. like, does that mean that they that it's them personally, or is it the energy? I don't know. Yeah. And I'm not going to pretend to know because I don't know. Seriously. <laughs> it's not the experience I've had other than that. So Remember the, the what we said about gurus? You don't need a guru. And we're definitely not gurus. Oh, we don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> we do not know. I do not know. And I'm not afraid to say I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That has actually got me into trouble occasionally. I went to a... What saying you don't know? Or that I didn't get an experience that other people got. So oh. I went to a... I actually went to... It's a... One of the well-known authors did Mm -hmm. a thing here Mm -hmm. and I went and it was like a meditative exercise work to move the energy around your body. Okay. I was actually incredibly sick. I had um, like a flu, like a blocked Uh, nose. So, of course, meditating was not easy for me. Not the easiest thing. Off off the bat. And because I'm also an asthmatic, you know, my breathing goes to shit (laughs) oh you would have been suffering so you know um and she looked at me and she was like oh you felt the energy and i was like actually i'm really sick i didn't and then she had a go at me in front of a room of 30 people and said that if you want to be good at this stuff you have to get this down and i was just like so this was the the author this is the author well-known author okay if i said her name which i'm not going to do but this person who was leading this session yeah then said in front of the whole room and i was like well, just because I didn't get something now doesn't mean that I'm completely incapable. Mm. One, <laughs> you know, like, and it would have been probably probably would have been quite obvious that you were unwell. Oh well, I would have thought so, but maybe I'm wrong. But like, mm. not making excuses, but 
I think we have to be careful about saying what makes a person capable of doing this stuff. And I say mm. that with um, inverted commas. Inverted commas. Rabbities. Because mm. just because I couldn't do those exercises, it doesn't mean I'm not a witch. Like, and it also, like, just because you couldn't do those exercises right then yeah. either. And if I never get meditation down, uh-huh. it will probably you know, hamper, hamper my experiences. It wasn't even meditation. It was energy moving in this case through your body. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get the breath to get relaxed. (laughs) I wonder why, because you can breathe through one of your breathing apparatuses. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Your eye, your nose. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, and I think like, but you can still have witchy sensations without, doing that do you know what I mean yes yes maybe you you hear things and you see things you don't feel things or maybe you I don't know just go and get in the ocean and feel refreshed that is energy moving in itself and that is a witchy thing and so if you do it like that and so I feel I actually think the issue was that she felt like she had been questioned rather than which is an insecurity of hers yeah not a reflection on anyone's ability at the time i just was pissed off (laughs) we were also sick and i was sick and you know i didn't have the patience when you're feeling really unwell i was also it was my 20 in me i think i was about 25 yeah 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 and so like i didn't have the confidence i have now yeah yeah you know all that stuff and i admired her yes and so you know yes i would have taken that quite personally actually yeah yeah when I was 24 or 5 yeah but it it actually cemented in me that one just because someone is an author and is well known doesn't necessarily mean they're a great leader Mm. she might be an all right leader she's probably not very good at communicating (laughs) just because someone's admired doesn't mean they have a whole list of abilities yeah and maybe her view of what witchcraft is is different to mine mm. and she placed it on another person. Yeah. Which is absolutely fine. She can do that. That's and I don't have to take that on. Yeah. Um I think I got lost in my ramble, but that pretty much what I'm saying is that you get to decide again. Yay! <laughs> and it no. doesn't matter what other people think. Yeah, and I suppose and that comes down that's any kind of belief really and the belief about deity as well yeah you can be a witch and believe in no deity yeah or deity singular or anything like that yeah like i said you could your did you say liz that you're sort of in a space where it's more energy rather than a personification which is fine yeah 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 that's fine yeah yeah and it and it and really it's just yeah i don't know it's a perception. It's an opinion. It's an opinion. And it's not fact. And your experience is going to be different to the next person's experience. Like mm. we've been in meditations together and we've yep. got completely different things out of it. Yep. Or one of us is like not been able to meditate at all. And the yep. other one's like had this amazing experience. Yeah. That has happened. Yeah. yeah. And it's just the way it is. So, mm. you know, don't, I think there's, there's, uh, risk of comparing ourselves to other people and the experiences they have especially people we admire or people we think who are really knowledgeable yeah you hold those their experiences to a higher like they're more valid yeah because this person is published or they have a huge instagram following so obviously because they have respect their experiences which are different from mine are more valid which is not true 
Or the way it should be done mm. and felt and yeah. blah. They That's... did it like this and it worked for them. So I have to. And if it doesn't work for me, it's a problem with me rather than it's different. Oh, my God. How much of this have you felt like such an imposter, like imposter syndrome? That was why I didn't call myself a witch till I was in my 30s. I felt like it wasn't true. Yeah. Because of a whole variety of reasons. Yeah. I wasn't confident enough to hold that title title again inverted commas bunny ears even though now i feel that i'm allowed to say i am or i'm not a bunch of things when it comes to faith and belief i always feel like mine changed when i started to feel more woven into the fabric Mm. and it wasn't that i Obviously, I always have been because yeah, yeah. I live on this planet. and Yeah. But somewhere along the way, I kind of sense my place within it much more deeply. Mm. And I think that that's when it changed for me. Yeah. And I think that's important. And it's kind of what I was sort of trying to get at with some of the stuff I said at the beginning. You have to feel it. You have to be there and know mm. within yourself. Mm. And sometimes it takes years and years and years and years. And, yes, you feel a bit like an imposter. Oh, my God. If you're just like a gardener who has a really deep relationship with your plants and you talk with them and you you identify as a witch, do it. Do it. Yeah. There is who a, am I to tell you that you don't have a relationship oh, with your plants? A, there's, there's a man who is friends with my family. He's a wonderful, wonderful older gentleman. I think I may have even talked about him without naming him on this podcast before. You have. I think I have. Yeah. And he's a wonderful person. And he's not, he does not identify as anything, pagany, witchy, anything. But he can grow anything, mm-hmm. anything. He's grown... He lives in the middle of Tasmania, not quite the highlands, but like close, close, and has grown things like lettuces without a greenhouse, just out in the ground in the middle of winter. And he has kept them alive and we've eaten lettuce in the middle of winter. That's not supposed to happen. To me, that's witchcraft. He has such a deep relationship with his little patch of ground. He can grow anything that's extra natural that is extra natural I'm (laughs) pointing that term extra natural he also has a so a neighbor of his has I think it's a neighbor but from far not not next to but in the region but close to and he had the neighbor had bees and there was a queen and she got out and she took you know they've hived off Mm And they went to live in his shed. And now one wall of the shed is a huge natural beehive and he does not disturb them. And he can like walk through the bees and they don't do anything to him. And they just stay in his garden and they they, they almost know him. Yeah. And he could take the honey if he wanted to. Yeah. But he doesn't. Yeah. He, he feels that that's respectful for them. Like they've yeah. made the honey. He yeah. doesn't need the honey. And they just stay there. And it's a huge hive. Yeah. And oh, it's they're doing cute. better than the ones that stayed. Yeah. Because of how well he takes care of his garden. And so that he just leaves to... them. He yeah. just leaves those bees. And there's a huge hive there now. And to me, he's a witch. He might be offended if I say that, but in my mind, 
He has witchy tendencies. He is totally connected <laughs> to his patch of ground, to yeah. the earth. He knows. He has a relationship with it. Yeah, and to me that's witchcraft. To me, he is a witch. Yeah. So if he doesn't like that or doesn't want to be called a witch, like I wouldn't say it to his face. Yeah. I mean it as with great respect. Yeah. But to me, that that's his witch. If he wanted to call himself a witch, I would be 100% on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. As, no. a, as an example. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think we get a bit bogged down into labels, don't we? Mm. We like labels because it puts us in a group, and makes us have people around us who are the same. Yeah. I've got this label, and so do you. Yeah, we feel a connection straight away, and and that's important to yeah. people. Yeah, we want to have groups. We want to have connections. Yeah, but we also don't like it when our version of the label is threatened by someone disagreeing and it's it's interesting that we take it as a as an affront to our you yeah, know we take it personally we take it personally yeah yeah i'm just shrugging going yeah yeah what's another question that we had um what do we do that makes us witches mm, what do i do so i asked this question because when i was like starting out and into my 20s with my witchcraft Yes, I couldn't. I didn't feel that I was a witch, and I just called myself a pagan because mm-hmm. I didn't perform sabbats. Mm-hmm. Well, every sabbat. Like I went through periods where I'd do different things and I would perform rituals, but because I often didn't perform the full blown cast the circle in the way I had read about it when I was young, blah 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 yeah. blah. I didn't feel that I could call myself a witch. It's like, well, I'm not really because I don't do it their way, or sometimes I don't do it at all. So, therefore, I'm not a proper, I'm not witchy enough. So, I stuck with pagan. Yeah. And now, I'm happy to call myself a witch. I still don't do anything with real regularity. But I do think to be a witch, you have to do do something with the energy that you feel. But that's all. Like, that's, that's, you need to do something. It might be as simple as sitting down for five minutes every now and again and feeling the energy around. That's it. Going and putting your feet in the ocean. and Yes, like you said, going for a swim and feeling refreshed. But I do think, for me, I don't know, it can be something really small because a lot of the things I do are really small. But you have to do something with that energy, even if it is just acknowledging that it's there. But I do think there is a doing aspect to witchcraft. Calling yourself a witch... And practicing witchcraft. Oh, what a question. They're different things in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be a witch and you cannot practice witchcraft because the craft means you do something in my mind. My opinion. opinion. I would be really curious to know what other people think of that. So being a witch and witchcraft separate or? Yeah, whether you have to do witchcraft to be considered a witch. Well, because I've read lots of different things around this again. And I've heard people say being a witch and performing witchcraft, there's the religious aspect, Mm -hmm. so the belief, Mm -hmm. and then there's the practical aspect, so the ritual, Mm -hmm. circle, spells, interacting with the energy. Mm -hmm. And when I read that this was separate, which was a revelation to me at the time, I agreed. The end. (laughs) I read read that that statement and it's true. (laughs) And I I thought it resonated with me. So I took that on. And so, yeah, for me, they're Mm. different things. Mm -hmm. Subtly different things. Mm -hmm. 
but actually different things. I don't know if I've ever really thought about, like I've thought about the difference between like Wicca and witchcraft, obviously because mm. of the whole ceremonial aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I and the degrees and the initiations and yeah. stuff. I hadn't thought about it in terms of whether witch and witchcraft, like thinking about your friend who lives in the Highlands or near the Highlands. Yes. So I would say his gardening is a type of witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. But he would not consider himself a witch. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. Um, Even though he celebrates seasonally, like he celebrates the seasons. Yeah. And he will tell me, oh, it's it's Mabon or... Yeah. Because he grew up with those celebrations when he was young. Did he swap them or did he keep them in the same month? He kept them old school. So they're yeah. Northern Hemisphere because that's where he's from. Yeah. So, but he, no, not, not pagan, not, nah, nothing. Yeah. It's just what he had. I think that's what I talked about before when I talked about him. That's just yeah. what he grew up with. Yeah. So, like, so, to, to me, he practices witchcraft. Yeah. I'd call him a witch, but he doesn't self-identify as that, so he's not. No. But if it were me, yeah. I would call myself a witch. If I did what he could do, my God, I wish I could. But yeah. we're moving on, moving on from that. Yeah, mm. yeah, I can I can see the distinction, and I yeah. I completely comprehend it, and mm. I I actually think I agree. I mm. think it mm. is you can be a witch without actually practicing witchcraft in the more tradi- traditional form, form of witchcraft. Yeah, and it, again, it's opinion. If you want to call yourself a witch, do. If you don't, don't. Yeah. If you're practicing witchcraft and don't want to call yourself a witch, don't. And if it offends you that someone's calling themselves a witch and you feel they're not, ask yourself why. Yeah, yeah. And ask them more about wh- why they see themselves, if you yeah. feel you can, if why they see themselves like that. You feel you can have a non-judgy, um, open conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm. it would be really interesting to see yeah. what both of you say. Yeah. Um, to have that honest conversation. It's hard. I, I get it. And if you don't feel you can do that, definitely just sort of step away for them and for you but it's talking to other people about their beliefs i.e the whole reason we started this podcast really to interview different people about what what they do who they are is is just so fascinating and it's just i like that i do too yeah i'm sorry my brain just jumped to when we were teenagers there was a real thing around fluffy bunnies. Oh, fluffy bunnies. What a great term that I hate. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's still used. I don't know. If anyone knows, let us know. Yeah. Um, mm. But it was used as a derogative term, essentially. Very to much. To explain people who call themselves probably Wiccans at the time, yep. but witches as well, um, who practiced more of a neo sort of i don't know how to describe it it was that you were fluffy bunny like the term described someone who was it was light and fluffy it was all nice nice feeling airy fairy like into crystal yeah new agey new agey didn't accept that there was also darker elements as in like you faced your shadow you did shadow work possibly and it was seen as a fault in that person yeah it Um, was derogatory it was a derogative term and Mm. it's again that's their choice if that's how they want to practice their witchcraft yeah yeah and in some ways i think part of the problem was that they felt it wasn't an accurate representation of the craft like it was one side of it yeah and it 
I think it was it wasn't serious enough. Yes, it was like it was a not not a joke, but like a almost kitty sanitized. Yeah, yeah maybe mainstream ex, mainstream acceptable kind of version. Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch compared to the craft. Yeah, almost, but like not the new Sabrina, the old one from the nineties. Um, and not the chilling adventures. No, not the chilling adventures. <laughs> the, the old school nineteen nineties like sitcom Sabrina the Teenage Witch versus the craft. But even even then, it was you know I would say that that they would have said it was lighter again, like lighter than that, and mm. and. I do, I have, I remember, I have, I remember. Uh, I re- just recently there was a complaint post I saw about young people buying little kits and becoming ooh, like yeah. the same kind of thing where it's like they're fluffy because they don't really know what witchcraft's about. They buy a kit and they buy some cards and that's it and yeah. they're not really witches. And you're like, they're, they're also, just beginning. They're also 16. And they're beginning. Yeah. Or not. Or like 28, but they're just beginning. Yeah. And it's like we all started somewhere. It's like saying, oh, you want to know about Christianity? Let's talk about the devil and devil demon possession. (laughs) No, that's not how you introduce someone to a belief system by talking about the darkest thing you could think about. There are some people that would, you're going to hell. Yeah. Let's talk about how we can save you with Jesus Christ. That's that's not <laughs> It's funny. But that's that's not the way that I would like to be introduced to Christianity if I knew nothing about it. Oh, you want to know about Christianity? Let's talk about demon possession. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So yeah, you talk to, I want to know about witchcraft. What are you going to say to them? Oh, well, let's talk about your shadow side. You're going to have to look at every single bad thing you've ever done and try and analyze it and you know, yeah. use spells to help you get through this. Or, no. look, you know, work with these entities that are probably someone that you should approach with experience. Yeah, you know, they're like overwhelmingly powerful and they're going to come down to you like the moon from Zelda because that was my experience. Um, that's a story. That was kind of my experience too. Yeah, that's uh, a scary. Anyway, <laughs> that's for another time. So I... I too remember hearing the term fluffy bunny when I was like 16, 17, whatever. I'm going, <gasps> I'm a fluffy bunny. I'm never going to, I don't want to be a fluffy bunny. I have to do all this hardcore stuff and I'm not calling myself a witch because they'll call me a fluffy bunny. And it's judging people based on f- fuck noise. Like it's judging people based on your own personal opinion of how they should be. Yeah. And that's bullshit. Honestly. And the other thing is, yes. Judge that person. You've got 30 years experience as a witch, pagan, whatever, whatever. And this person who has been doing it for six months, they're going to be a little bit behind you in certain ways. Yes, that is true. That's just the nature of it. And the chances are, like, depending on the person, when you're learning something new and you're excited and you're really into it and you think you kind of have a really good handle on it and maybe you might share your thoughts and feelings a little bit too enthusiastically, mm-hmm. um, which may alienate people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think accepting that that's part of the path and the part of the way people learn is kind of, you know, just the way it is. Just let it go. Well, How does that affect you? Yeah. Absolutely. Apart from annoying the shit out of you. 
How does that affect you? <laughs> I can understand why someone who has all that experience talking to someone mm. who has six months experience, as an example, mm. you might get annoyed that this person's trying to talking to you about things and they're trying to sound like an expert because yeah. they've read two books on it. Yeah. That's annoying. Yes. It's okay. annoying. That's also an assumption from the other person's point of view as well. Like you're assuming that they're putting something onto you by talking to you in this way. I don't know if I said that right. No, you are. Keep going. I, um, I'm fully here for you, what you're saying right now. So, you know, like there's assumptions on both sides. You assume they don't know much, but they're assuming that they know something that they don't. They And they might or they might not. And really, let it go. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't matter. Everyone's been a fluffy bunny, technically. Fuck, I'm still a fluffy bunny in lots of things. Yeah, I, I want to feel good. I want it to be light and happy. Sure. Doesn't everybody aim to be happy in their all, life? All anime's Studio Ghibli, right? With the exception of Grave of Fireflies, because that was dark as fuck. <laughs> Is this the Christianity talking about demon, demon possession example again? <laughs> I'm giving myself kudos to that. That was funny. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up every time. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't introduce someone to to anime probably starting with, say, Urutsuki Doji, you know, like hardcore. Not hardcore, but, you know, hentai. Yeah, nah. You wouldn't be like, this is anime. Although my introduction to anime, well, besides what I knew to be anime, Astro Boy and stuff when I was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that was anime, yeah. I just thought it was TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> my first, my introduction to anime was Evangelion. Same! As a lot of people of SBS. our age it was. Yes. Which, that is kind of, I also then expected every anime to be deeply serious and have like a million layers of meaning. That's not true. <laughs> and then you watched Gunsmith Cats because I think that was on straight after. Those Bubble Gun Crisis 2040. The, yeah. And then they had the TV series Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It's a good analogy. <laughs> Is analogy the right word? Anyway. There's a whole bunch of people out there that don't like listen to anime and they're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Where isn't it? Isn't it just that Pokemon stuff? <laughs> I thought this was a witchcraft podcast. What the fuck? Why are they talking about anime? Sorry. Moving on. <laughs> this is a witchcraft podcast. Promise. Well, We're we also... Kiki's delivering some of this. Ah! I just, that was a terrible noise. Please cut that noise out. I'm oh, leaving that in. No. And I'm putting it on repeat. I'm just going to copy and paste it 10 times. Um, Moving back to whatever the hell we were talking about. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? This Who episode knows? is bunnies. so random. We're doing great. You could make this like three episodes almost. One of which consists of us talking about porn, anime, and fluffy bunnies. <laughs> oh, God. All of that in one sentence is... Oh. I've broken her, I think. Yes. Sorry. Oh, moving on. Yes. Totally moving on. Melbourne. We're going to Melbourne next month. Next month? April. 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 It will be next month because it's We decided to, well, I decided sort of, but we basically talked about it today. <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Anyone this, out there This is... will come out in March. We're not going to be there for very long, only a few days. If, even if you, if you want to say hello that would be nice yeah we'll we'll both probably be total introverts and go yeah i'm really socially awkward so sorry this might all fall to pieces um (laughs) one of us will turn up and the other one will just be like nah fuck this we'll have coffee 
or something and then we'll like, do a thing we'll both be together so hopefully it'll <laughs> one of us will be able to actually talk to you as a normal human being if uh, not if if there's any shops or awesome places we should go we want to get i want to get an aura photo yeah we'll have to look up where to get that from if anyone has suggestions so on. yeah so if anyone out there wants to come say hi wants to tell us about stuff to do yes give at least give us suggestions of things to do um, keeping in mind that we're not there for very long yeah so we know about obviously spellbox and um mysteries of mystery which i only discovered when i was there yesterday and oh my god there's a creepy bug i hate bugs it's a flying bitey bug yeah it doesn't bother me if it had been a huntsman like the one that was in here that week oh, god. Oh, i think it's a wasp do you want me to get him out? Yes. <laughs> While Liz is doing that, let me tell you about our phobias. <laughs> Mine, it's wasps. No, he's like one of those little match things. Mine is flying things that look like wasps and wasps and Liz's spiders. Huntsman. In particular, huntsmans. Huntsmans? Hunts. Nanai? <laughs> Anything with eight legs that's. Like this spidery. I'm not scared of crabs though. That sounds wrong. I'm just talking about porn. No, um, like on the beach, if I see like crabs, I'm it's o- not close enough. It the way they move makes me nervous, but it doesn't scare me. Okay, that's interesting. So it's the movement. I'm scared of the spiders for movement. Oh, it's really interesting. Mm. I'm scared of wasps because they fly and can sting you repeatedly. <laughs> so maybe it's the same thing. Movement. I think with spiders, I have to see them i don't like it when i know they're there somewhere yeah that's worse although i have a big long spider story which i've told Liz and will not repeat on this podcast because i don't want to scare her do we have any other questions i think that was all of the questions yeah i think you know if you manage to live through that the rambling coherent coffee fueled rambling (laughs) yeah um then that's great and obviously you can disagree with us oh my god Feel None free. of this is meant to offend anybody and we my main thing is I've come to witchcraft, wicca, paganism, all of that stuff because of the freedom, because I can choose and other people are free to choose as well. And I, for me that's like so important and I, I like the fact that we can all agree to disagree almost and you can choose the kinds of things you want to do and if you don't want to do, then don't. If you do want to do, do. Do, 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 do. Do the do. Um, I think also, like, you know, you and I, a lot of our experiences have been shared. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what we we come to discuss and talk about, like, while we have differences, we do have mm. a lot of shared opinions about things. True, true. Because we've talked about this over years <laughs> Like over a, a decade. Yeah. Like whatever. I've been married 11 years and I knew you before I got married. So, you know, like mm. we're talking a long time. So yeah. like we've been a sounding board for each other and we do shape each, each other's opinions and thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so just because we agree doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. And this is, this is, you know, anyone who comes on this cod, pod, cod past, podcast, <laughs> spoonerism podcast that's all we want from them. We want them just to share their experiences and their opinion. It's just an opinion. And we want it to be a safe and non-judgmental place for that because mm. it does feel a lot like there's a lot of judgment out there if you express your opinion and someone doesn't agree. Exactly. I mean, we 
we talked about the podcast on and off for ages and I know I've wanted to do like blogs and things online and yeah haven't because of fear of judgment yeah. I didn't want to put this quite personal stuff out there because I didn't want to be judged for it as a lot of people feel it's it's hard doing doing putting anything out there that has is important to you or has quite personal meaning to you art podcasts anything you make and create that is personal that's hard it's scary it is scary and like as much as we can say don't take that on the reality is is that you have to work through a lot of feelings each time it happens even though you know deep down that that's the right response and yeah but you still feel it a little bit so of course and it challenges the way you feel about the things that you love and care about and and yeah. I think that that's something that we would like to to protect in some ways. Not saying you can't challenge us and question yeah. us. respectfully. You always. can absolutely do that. But, yeah. you know, if you're just going to come out here and say, you're wrong, well, we're just going to be like, <laughs> okay then. Yeah. Good for you. Maybe you're wrong. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's all of its opinion, everything that's shared is our opinion or yeah. it's opinions of the people that we're interviewing or whatever. Yeah. But it's a space to share those opinions. Yeah. This isn't a podcast that gives you facts. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> no. Did you listen to our disclaimer? <laughs> it's about sharing a space and sharing what we think about things. And yeah, it'd be great to find people who agree, but that's not the point no. of it. And, you know, we don't know everything. Oh, God, no. The older I get, the more dumb I realise I am. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose, yes. Safe space. Yeah. That's what we want to foster. Yeah. But also, we're just interested in hearing what other people believe. And now we've shared what we believe. Yeah. Just a few short questions that turned into, like, hours of recording. Yeah, some of it. We're so great. (laughs) We can talk a lot of words, but they don't necessarily make any sense. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've run out of words. I think so. Coffee. Yeah. So. We need another one. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope you liked it and it gives given you some food for thought and share your opinions with us yeah. respectfully. We want to hear. And yeah. Yeah. Um, and really, thank you for listening. We always, always, always appreciate it. Um, and we can see that you're listening out there. Yeah, from many different places, which is great. All over the world. We've got someone from Poland who's listening, and we've got a bunch of people in the US, which is really exciting, um, and even people in Australia. We'd hope people in Australia. Thanks in Australia. <laughs> Since it's based around Australia. <laughs> um, and, you know, like, it's just, it's really exciting, and um, thank you. We're really humbled by that. Um, so this was Witchy Bites number six. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Ho, ho, ho. Hannah's a ho. Hey. This is going to be not in here. Except the ho, ho, ho. Hannah's a ho. Hey. Keep that in there because it's so funny. Well, like keep it as an outtake. I don't even know why I sang that. Oh, it was great. Stupid me. It could be our soundtrack. It could yeah. be our intro music. <laughs> <laughs> Until I hear my voice and I'm not going to do it.